the 400th time. That was one of the biggest moments of the weekend. You saw it right there. Joel Ricardo Vieira becoming just the eighth bull rider to put up 400 qualified rides in the PBR. Texas Rattlers making big headlines and walking away with a big win at the perfect time in the season. This is PBR Now. Welcome into the Cowboy Channel studios here in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Fanchon Stinger along with Luke Kaufman. Luke, we are coming off an electric weekend in the beautiful, picturesque Ozarks. Can, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I mean, and hats off to the Texas Rattlers this weekend. Just getting that icing on the cake. Joel putting in 400 qualified rides at the premier level. You know, that's not just 400, no. you know, in the practice pen and everywhere else. Everything that he's done in his career, you know, he said so in the interview on the CBS Sports Network uh, on Sunday. It, it's He's blessed and fortunate, but so talented. One of the elite few that can ride at this level for this long. And you're looking at Daniel Keeping right there. Another key to the Texas Rattler team and their success. The Rattlers 2-1 on the weekend. They stepped it up, though, Luke, in extra outs. I want to talk a little bit more about Joel. You mentioned what he brings to this team. This is kind of a personal story. When the very first time I saw one of my Bulls buck, Stinger, it was Joel who rode my bull. He rode him for 86 points. I was in tears. And at that moment, Joel kind of became part of my family. But this is a veteran in this sport who appreciates being the leader. He's a leader on this team. And he's just a soft soul all the yeah. way around. Yeah, he gives that veteran presence. You know, yes. if you look at the roster top to bottom for the Texas Rattlers, there's a lot of young guys, you know, a lot of different guys, you know, people like this guy, Brady Fielder oh, from yeah. Australia. So having Joel on the sidelines has got to be a confidence booster for every single guy on the That's team. Right. And do we have something special for all you guys watching right now? We are bringing in the man himself, the man who posted that ride, the only qualified ride in extra outs. So let's welcome in Brady Fielder. Brady, congratulations on the big win. Thank you very much. It was a great weekend. <laughs> I want to kind of take you back to that ride in Extra Outs because no one had made any of their rides. No one had gotten to the eight. You knew that you had a chance. What was going through your mind at that moment? Uh, well, there was, there was quite a bit, but I was just trying to not uh, let the moment take over and just do my job. So... Uh... It was good. Well, you did it. It was so much fun to watch. Let's let's talk about your second season with the Rattlers, Brady. Uh, being a part of this team, being a part of uh, the select few selected by Cody Lambert. What what's it like? What's the what's the mentality? What's the aura backstage with the Texas Rattlers week in and week out? Uh, it's it's all about just coming together as a team and uh, being comfortable with the team and. Uh, there's not much to it, really. It's pretty simple with Cody. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, you know, for those of us watching, we kind of have been able to pinpoint that he expects you guys to go the extra mile. Like he expects you to take the extra hits, to take the hard hits, to get back up and to fight through it. Is there anything you guys are telling each other in the locker room? Like, is there anything you're eating? Like, I just wonder, what is the secret sauce to the Texas Rattlers? Because you guys are finding your momentum at the perfect time. Uh, yeah, there's nothing to it, really. It's just uh, that we come together as a team and everybody's comfortable in, in doing their job and and doing what we love and having fun. I yeah. love it. So talking about having fun and uh, being with a, a new group of guys, you coming from Australia, you didn't know a lot of these guys once the team season started at the beginning of 2022 last year. Talk about who, uh, who, who you've developed the closest bonds with. Talk about you know, what you guys are doing outside of the arena and outside of the events. 
Uh, yeah, it took a took a little bit to uh, like become fully comfortable in being with the team and that, but uh, we've all come together now, and I spend a lot of time with Brady Olsen. We stayed at uh, Lambert's for a while, and uh, yeah, just coming together, it's been great. <laughs> There's something to that Brady bunch. You guys are pretty cool, all all three of you together. <laughs> When you finished that ride, you walked back onto the chutes, and I noticed that Daniel Keeping said something to you. What was that moment, and what did it mean to you? Uh, pretty much, I think he said that you're the man or something <laughs> like that. Something along those lines. <laughs> something probably not so clean. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was great. Just a great feeling to do my job and get the win at the time. So three regular season events left. We go to Greensboro, North Carolina this weekend for Carolina Cowboy Days, and then on to Vegas. Uh, what's the mentality for the rest of you guys moving forward with three events left? I mean, you you guys, Texas Rattlers, they have the highest riding percentage oh, of yeah. the entire league mm -hmm. right now. We've ridden yeah. more bulls than anybody. What's what what's going to be different, or are you guys going to just keep sticking with the program? Uh, yeah, I mean, the plan is each and every weekend is just to do our job and, and uh, stay on and get the win at all costs, really. So... We just got to keep it rolling yeah. get the job done. What I love about the team's format is that you guys are teams, you're going against each other, but you guys are also still friends between teams. Mm. I mean, you, you guys all ride together during the individual season, off season. I want to talk about some big news that was made this week because you know these guys. The big trade, Eli Vassbinder going to Texas. You're getting Eli from Oklahoma, and then you guys sent Dawson uh, Gleaves over to Oklahoma. Tell me about the significance of that trade. Um, yeah, I think it, I didn't know anything about it, but it, I think it'll be a great <laughs> trade, really. And, uh, We're breaking news Eli, all the time. <laughs> Eli will be, I think he'll fit our team great, yeah. really. Yeah, he's another one of those veterans that can mm. add that consistency, that leadership to your team. Yeah, yeah, he's another one of those, he's one of those elder guys, and, and I think his mentality will fit in well with the locker room, what you guys have going on. And, you know, best of luck to Dawson Cleves as well. And more big news, somebody like Chase you, Outlaw. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you knew about this Go, one either. <laughs> going from Oklahoma, yeah. and he's now a part of the Nashville Stampede. So there's everybody switching jerseys this week, you well, know, approaching the trade deadline. Well, approaching the trade deadline, and like you said, there's only a few more events before we get to Las Vegas. So there are so much is at stake for each team. Chase Outlaw, as you know, he was with the Oklahoma Freedom. He was Oklahoma, but now with this movie, Nashville needed something. They needed something to help Silvano Alves. In terms of yeah, with the in, right. yeah with the injuries, and if if you're not getting the results that, that you wanted, you know we we saw that with Texas last year. You know you guys had to experiment and figure out your roster and everything that was going on. And, and Cody Lambert finally got the sauce right about it was about Ridgedale this time last year, and then you guys started right. going yeah. on a roll and were undefeatable all the way to the final games in Vegas. Hopefully we can do that. I was gonna say that because that's, there's something about Ridgedale. I mean, do you love the outdoor atmospheres? I mean, what does that do for you guys? Getting outside rather than being in an arena, does it matter? Uh, not really, but yeah, it is a, a great place and uh, yeah. just being in the fresh air, riding bulls and having fun, it's great. That's awesome. Well, it is so fun to watch. We want to give you guys just a look really quick at the standings coming out of this weekend. Um, we have a lot to talk about in terms of the trade. We're going to get to the standings. But when we come back, we're actually going to go behind the shoots with another young man who is making some big headlines. We are going to talk to rookie Cade Matson. He's going to join us next.
whistle, he gets the win. The Thunder rolling here. His family celebrating, but... But after a official review, it was actually overturned that it was a qualified ride. After some skeptical officials, they did indeed approve that as being a qualified ride for the Missouri win and a huge weekend at the home event in Ridgedale. You said that. That is absolutely right. The Missouri Thunder came into this home event. They were focused on igniting their momentum to turn their season around. And guess what? They may have done just that. Missouri wins night one. They deliver one of the biggest upsets on home turf versus the Texas Rattlers. The Rattlers were actually favored to win that game. Missouri took it from them. Why don't we bring in the man himself who was responsible for sealing the deal? 18-year-old Cade Madsen joining PBR now right now. Cade, congratulations. What a way to bring down the house at home. Thank you, yeah. Uh... We all just wanted to, you know, have a good showing at our home event and uh, was just happy to you know, get my first 90 point ride in the team series at our home event. So. Well, I have to take you back to that moment when the officials were reviewing it. I could see your face. You were focused on that screen. Were you pretty confident in that moment? Because I know your family was dad, Doug, your mom. They were excited. They were celebrating. But what was going through your mind in those critical moments during that review? You know, it's it's always kind of tough when they uh, when they go into the review and and honestly, like for me, I I was pretty sure I didn't slap the bowl, so you know I had that uh, that going for me. But you know, I knew it was a good ride, and I wanted to put some points on the board for my team. So it was it was kind of a kind of a nerve wracking moment for me. So been throwing up a lot of great rides this weekend uh, and actually all season long. Cade, right now you're 10th overall in the MVP standings and I'm going to go ahead and point out the obvious. A lot of big trades and a lot of things happened uh, prior to the event in Oklahoma. You, Brother Briggs, now riding side by side on the team. First of all, I want to know what, what was the brotherly dynamic like when you guys were on opposing teams as opposed to what it is now? Um, it, it was kind of tough for me. Uh, you know, I've been traveling with him since I turned 18 in April, going to the challenges and stuff like that. And, you know, going to the events and having to get ready in different locker rooms, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of nerves and stuff, especially for me, first time, you know, being out, out on the team series. And so I was always wanting to go into the locker room with him and talk to him. And it, it was kind of kind of limited at the time that we could spend together. And we usually help each other get on and wasn't able to do that. And so getting on the same team and being able to, being able to hang out and, you know, spend time together on the on the weekends and then, you know, go ride bowls together. It, it's been really special and you know, I've just loved having him on the team. So, well, Kate, it sounds like that is going to be a game changer for you. We can't wait to see how that really affects both of you guys being able to be together. Your mom, your dad were there. They were celebrating. It was a family affair. I want to read you something that your coach Luke Snyder said about you and I want to get your reaction to this. He said, Cade is a little superstar in the making. He said he's got all the tools to just be a great world champion, and he's only 18 years old. When you hear things like that, how do you process that? Do you think about that? I mean, I try not to think about those things too much, especially when you show up to the event. You want to just, you know, focus on your job. But it's always, it's always good to reflect back to those things and, and you know, remind yourself, especially when you're, you're struggling, uh, that that you are capable of those things and, and, you know, who you are and what you're made of. So, so, so far this season, Missouri 6-13 and 13 overall for the entire season. But four of those wins have been picked up in the last two weeks. You guys made it all the way to extra outs last weekend 
uh, came up short but still had a top four finish there at the homestand. Are, are you feeling a, a change in direction? Are you feeling a change in the momentum for the Missouri Thunder for the rest of the season? Yeah, uh, I feel like the vibe on the back of the bucket shoes has changed. Like that was the first thing that that I noticed uh, turning things around. And and you know we didn't we didn't come out with the win, but just being in the conversation, I think, is uh, what helped everybody. You know, letting them all know that that we can do it. You know what I mean? So it it was a game changer for sure. And I think we're all hungry to you know get an event win under our belt. So. Well, you have a great coaching staff. You have an incredible team. I just have to ask you, I want to also encourage you in this moment because I know it's a lot of pressure. It's your rookie season. You're 18 years old. You are really um, becoming a role model that so many young people can look up to. And you handle this so well with so much grace, Kate, and so with so much humility. What is it and where do you get your strength from? Because, yeah, you have to ride bulls, and that's mental. But where do you get that personal strength from? each and every day? Uh, it, I think it comes from my parents. Uh, I have uh, two great parents that, you know, stand behind me and my brother and my two sisters fully and, and support us all along the way and, you know, make sure that we, we have everything we need and have a good support system. So I'm just very grateful for, for my parents and all that they've, they've done for me and my siblings. So talked about your parents being a huge support system and, and you've talked about going up and down the road with your brother Briggs, but talk about somebody else real quickly. One, one last question. One more person that is new to you uh, this season for the team series from the Missouri Thunder that's really been an inspiration for you that's kind of taught you a lot just in this first few games. Um, Marcelo Pereira has honestly been uh, the person that I've, I've talked to and related to the most. I think, uh, you know, he he doesn't speak that good English, but he, he speaks good enough for broken English. Uh, he's, he's a really good guy and, uh, somebody that I've related to, uh, struggling and been able to talk to him and his struggles and what he's going through. And I just appreciate him and, and the person that he is and, you know, continuing to keep us and the Brazilians, uh, you know, under control. And he's, he's our translator on the team as well. And not only does he ride bulls, but he's got a lot on his plate and I just appreciate all he does. So. Well, Kate, it has been an absolute joy to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Much continued success. We can't see what Missouri Thunder, what you guys continue to put together. God bless you. And thank you once again. Good luck coming up in Carolina. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, Kate has some other teammates that are making some big headlines and actually turning up the heat as well. Coming up, you are going to see who our weekend warrior is next. All right, you know we love our bulls here at the PBR. Let's talk some bull power, why don't we? This is the beautiful, the majestic, riding solo. He put up, Luke, 46 points, and he had Jose Vitor Leme on board. And as you know, these two love to dance on the dirt together. They kind of have a special relationship. They've got a big, long history. The last <laughs> time those two met was 2022 in February in Oklahoma City. So a 46-point bull score to upset the two-time world champion. And uh, they challenged. They, you see the flag there in the arena. Uh, Austin actually challenged to see if there was a foul of Ryan Solo coming out. But that was actually overturned. And uh, yeah, it, it was a clean out. 46 yeah. points and the highest mark score of the weekend. And Leme was riding for the win there. So riding solo, he got the win, and he posted that with 46 in terms of a bull score. So congratulations to him. Okay.
We want to talk about our weekend warrior. It is another Missouri Thunder teammate, Joel Lucas Campos, who, by the way, also got engaged recently. Yeah, he did it. Celebrating yeah. that. I think he did it at the Ozarks, didn't he? Yeah, it was over the weekend. I think he did it at Big Cedar Lodge. You know, Love the it. Missouri Thunder, they've been retreating right there with Johnny Morris and the whole Bass Pro family there. Yeah, so he popped the question. I think he went and celebrated with the family. <laughs> but we got to see three big backflips from Joao oh Lucas Campos and this weekend. there's one right there. Yeah, that's the first of many. Uh, all weekend long, you know, at 87, two 87 and a half point scores. And Joao, he was just in another level you know I, I don't know if it was the home event but you know uh you heard from Cade like the the momentum and the you know the the personas of everybody is changing as we get later on in the season because they're understanding that as we get closer and closer to the end of the season it becomes more and more important to step up and ride for your team every ride becoming that much more important we want to say congratulations to Joao not only for being our weekend warrior but to him and Monique on their engagement. Let's get one more backflip in here once again, just for the exclamation point. Bam! Your weekend warrior. Thanks to Kubota, Kubota for that. All right, let's talk about some more rides. Caden Bunch, what a weekend he had. Yeah, a notable mention in the weekend warrior uh, category. Caden uh, Bunch was only one point behind Joao Lucas Campos, rode three bulls for Oklahoma on the weekend, only his second week being on a roster for this season. Uh, uh, Caden's probably going to be a dominant force. Now they've gained Dawson Gleaves. Yeah. They've traded around. They've they've lost Outlaw. They're they're reconfiguring things, and this is this is the time of season where you're going to see those teams that aren't getting the results they want. They're going to start doing some crazy tactics and putting in Caden Bunch as many times as possible. Probably a good approach. It is definitely working because Caden right now four rides in out of five over the last two weekends, yeah. and the ride that we had we had him at number eight. His ride actually changed the momentum of that game. Yeah, and it's and it's already catapulted him. Just getting that many rides in this short of a time frame has bumped him up into the top 15 in the MVP standings, too. Awesome. Well, getting into our rank rides, we want to definitely kick it off right now because every week you, we know you wait for the rank rides. Let's stick it with number four, Mason Moody versus Too Tall. Yeah, very proud of Mason Moody on this one. This was... You could see Justin McBride on the back. She was beaming with joy. You know, Mason was a guy that basically a walk-on for Nashville this year. He was part of the team last season, uh, wasn't re-signed at the beginning of the 2023 year, but now Mason was brought up. You know, they've had injuries, things that they're dealing with. We talked yes. about everything going on with the trade with Outlaw, uh, Kaiki Pacheco, and all those existing injuries. But having somebody like Mason Moody in your pocket and giving him the opportunity to step up and ride like that, yeah. it's so great. And he's see. a lot of fun off the dirt too, guys. I hey, will just give you kind of like a fun fact. He can dance. He's got some pretty good dance moves. I've seen him dance in the, uh, in the locker room. I believe he <laughs> <laughs> Here is number three, and that would be the man we just spoke to, Cade Matson. One more look at his stellar ride this weekend. And he's been doing this. This isn't a fluke. You know, this isn't just a one-off weekend for Cade Matson. He he has been consistently riding these bulls, and like I said, he's he's confidently and firmly in that MVP race. And there's a lot of bull riding left to go. And if you keep putting in Cade Matson and giving him the opportunity to ride this type of bulls, I think he's probably going to keep impressing us and getting Missouri wins. I love this. Dad was right there on the shoots. He was a big part of turning this team's momentum around. And of course, Mr. 90 Point himself, Dalton Castle versus Tulsa time. This ride right here was a leadoff ride for the Gamblers in game five. This 90 point ride, this is what got them off to a strong start in this game. Yeah, that really wasn't the weekend that Austin wanted or no. expected at, at the end result come Sunday at extra outs. They weren't a part, uh, didn't get a race for the event title, but uh, Dalton Castle still stepping up and uh, putting forth the 90 point rides. 
like he's expected to do at the start of That's every right. single gambler's game. We just expect him to put up 90 points all the time, and he just loves that. He loves wearing that title. Chase Doherty, number one. This is a 91 and three-quarter ride on Ivy League, and he had an incredible weekend as well. He's one of the guys stepping up big time for the Arizona Ridge Riders. I don't know if the cameras do it justice. I don't know if being in person did it justice. I was like 150 foot away from the action, but that was, that's one of the rankest rides we've seen yeah. all season long of the team series. Uh, despite the fact that Chase was, you know, helped out of the arena, uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury. He didn't ride on Sunday. Uh, I think he's questionable for the rest of the week uh, coming coming into Greensboro. But look at this ride. Yeah. From this angle, that awesome. bull is... That's a is, powerful bull. Yeah, he's doing everything he possibly can. And Chase Doherty, I mean, is just barely one step ahead, making the right moves. And what a huge ride. And very deserving of having the top-ranked rider of the week. Yeah, congratulations to him. You can see... The Arizona Ridge Riders, there has been a shift in mindset on that team, and Chase Doherty represents that shift. So very exciting for him. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, all eyes on Greensboro, and you're going to find out who's already talking some smack. Don't go away. All right, welcome back to PBR. Now, we are looking at the standings as we head to Greensboro. The Austin Gamblers still maintaining that number one spot, but there are some people who are gaining momentum right now, Luke, so anything can happen. There's some fierce competition. I mean, you look <laughs> right behind, there's a three-way tie for second place. Uh, three teams that are 10 to nine, the Rattlers, Oklahoma Freedom, the Kansas City Outlaws, they all have their they're different quirks and their personalities, and they have different ways of going about riding. But like we said when we were talking to Brady Fielder, Texas Rattlers has a better riding percentage than the Austin Gamblers do. Oklahoma Freedom, they've got a better riding percentage when it's coming down to games against their opponents. So it's it's pretty interesting to see. And, uh, you know, only four games separating them, and there's three regular season events left to go. A lot of bull riding left, and a lot of things can change. Lots of bull riding, lots of things can change, like you said, and a lot can change here. In the MVP standings, Jose Vitor Leme, you see where he sits there. His teammate Dalton Castle, not too far behind him. Casio Diaz also continuing to make headlines. He struggled a little bit in the last few events, but we'll see what happens with him. And Silvano Alves, man, he's having a great season. Yeah, he's he's doing really good, firmly sitting in the number four spot. And Cooper Davis, he's holding down the four for Carolina right there in the top five. And Luke, speaking of Cooper Davis and the Carolina Cowboys, they are headed to their home turf. Cooper Davis talking a little smack going into this weekend. This is what he said. He said, we've got our stuff together. It took a half season to do so, but we got all of our dogs in the lineup, and they say they're ready. Uh, looking at the preliminary lineups, that's about right. They've got Sage Kimsey in there, Cooper right. Davis, Boudreau Campbell, Flavio Zivieti, Sandro Batista. Those are their starting five on Friday night. And, I mean, that's the – that's the team that has that personality, that, that has that swagger. And with all the world titles, they should be talking that. That's right. And, you know, it's all about timing. So don't miss a minute of the action when we are in Greensboro this coming weekend for the Carolina Cowboy Days. It is going to be great. This is their new arena, by the way, too. So there's going to be a lot to talk about and a lot for fans to do. Before we go, I do want to make one mention of a young man we have been watching here on PBR now, John Krimber, the 18-year-old phenom. He just got another win. This is his sixth win in the first month 
the first month of his professional career. Yeah, one and all at Stockton, California at the Challenger event. Like you said, he turned 18, I think it was middle July. Yeah. And uh, up until now, <laughs> I mean, it's a matter of 60 days or something like that. He's won eight events. He's unstoppable. He is. He's kind of a shoe in. He's definitely going to be at the South Point when we head to Vegas for the Challenger Championship before yeah. the team's championship Everyone starts. is going to be watching to see where he eventually lands because we know that he is one of the rising superstars. We've got a lot of great bull riding coming up this weekend. The Carolina Cowboys, as you know, they're feeling the pressure. Don't miss the action. We will be back right here next week to wrap it all up. Thank you for watching. For Luke Hoffman, for the entire PBR Now team, and for myself, Angie Stinger, we'll see you next week.